this is possible. Oh yeah, the next one. I knew I forgot something to do with Mugod. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, okay, cool. So uh, now we got the right music. Ooh, this is delightful. Yes. So this is a busy, busy tavern. Um, there are a lot of people here. A number of tables. Um, you see uh, a lot of uh, humans, definitely some dwarves. Um, you see some elves and some orcs hanging around. I'm talking now to uh, Greta and to Celsic. Because Greta, you said you went with Celsic, yes? Um, yes, I'm with Celsic. Okay. Um, Arash, I'm going to come back to you in a minute with the stables. Yeah. So the two of them are inside there, and it's very busy. And behind the bar is what is very clearly a um, large ogre, or maybe a half-ogre. And she has a huge uh, apron around her. And um, you can see that at the moment she seems to be yelling, perhaps screaming, at um, this person who's on the other side of the counter. I told you what you can do with that coin of yours! And the other one responds, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do, you cur! And they sort of, they're sort of screaming at each other. And then finally, she picks up a mug and takes the mug, it seems to be empty, and literally bashes it into the guy's face. And he stumbles back a couple of steps, and there's a moment where everyone looks at him, and then he bursts out into <laughs> laughter, and he says, Ah, Arzastra, that's how I know I can always rely on you. And she laughs back. <laughs> Apparently, this is the way that they sort of hang out with each other. Um, so she pours more uh, something, some kind of alcohol, into the uh, mug, passes it across to him. This place is loud and boisterous uh, and warm, but there's a lot going on here. Um, so, you guys can decide uh, what you two want to do. I'll come back to Rush in a second, as I said. Okay, let's secure a table, I say. Now, none of the tables are empty. You will need to um, take a seat next to, on a table with a few other people at it. Um, you've got a couple of choices. There's one table that has some dwarves. There's a table that has an elf and a human. And there's a table which has a couple of maybe half-orcs um, that are uh, chatting to each other. Hmm. And there's a bunch of people that's standing at the bar. What do you say? Which one should we take? Maybe maybe the half-orcs, because if they just, you know, if they serve the drinks at that table and all those big mugs, that might be a good deal. Do you think they're really going to like a couple of us just sitting with them? I don't Ooh. think all half- not all half-orcs are as friendly as Urash. What, well, but Urash likes us. Okay, let's- well then, the human and the elf over there? Okay. They do tend to look down on us, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that can happen. <laughs> Literally look down. Okay, well, the dwarves? Yeah. Okay, You're a dwarf. Maybe I the relatives. Just... That's okay. not how it works. <laughs> wow. That's racist, okay? <laughs> it's dwarfist. Okay. dwarfist, okay? Not all dwarves know each other. Okay, let's 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 go. Okay, we'll, we'll walk over and join the dwarves. Okay, when you sit down, you notice that um, one of the dwarves is looking at the other one with a big smile on his bearded face. He has a big red beard. Uh, his red hair is uh, pleated uh, and falls behind his head. Um, the other one has got a helmet, and his eyes are focused in concentration, or at least as close as you can get, because you can see there's a row of like four empty mugs sitting next to them. And he is he has his fingers spread, and he's got this nice that he's going between the fingers as he's staring at I had a very, very bad incident with that one time. And as you sit down, they don't take any notice of you at first. Oh, well, I see another opportunity to talk about healing coming up, so that's okay. Have you heard of our Lord and Master put the finger back on? Yeah. 
Okay. And uh, as you were sort of sitting there looking, um, the no, let's uh, greet them. It's not like oh, you can do that. You can certainly greet them. Yeah, yeah. How are you greeting them? Hello. Okay. So, do you do which one do you say it to? Oh no. Not the one who's concentrating like Oh, that. darn it. <laughs> I was really hoping. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you say it to the other person with the big smile on his face, and he says... Yes, he says, hi. He says, hello, lass. Be quiet now for a moment. There's a lot riding on this one. I wait. Okay. I whisper, what's the wager? And he says, all of the drinks for the rest of the night. I can drink a lot, you know. <laughs> He's already drunk more than me. Okay, let's wait, let's wait. So he, he uh, continues to do this, and then with a triumphant um, last flourish, he plunges the knife right next to his uh, left pinky, having completed the cycle apparently the appropriate number of times, and says, Ha, Seamus! That's what I thought would happen. That's what happens when you go into a battle with a dwarf on the line. Ha, 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 pay up! And the other dwarf, uh, Seamus, sort of uh, shakes his head, says, Ah, it's rigged. You probably got a thinner dagger than you should. And so the other one laughs and says, You brought me good luck, lass. Let me introduce myself. My name is Fergus, and this here is my pathetic brother, Seamus, who doesn't know when not to make a bet. <laughs> I take his hand and, like, with a firm grip, said, Hello, I'm Greeter, and this is, this is my traveling companion, Celsic, and our friend Urash should also come in at a moment. Pleasure to meet you. And he says, uh, Might you find me the blade there, my friend? He's like, oh, I appreciate that. You know, I'm feeling so good. Perhaps there's others who might want to be a part of this. And he immediately looks at you. You! You look like you're pretty handy with a blade yourself. Perhaps you'd like to join in this wager, eh? Oh, oh that's a good <laughs> idea, a wager! And uh, Seamus uh, starts to uh, say, you know, sort of perks up after feeling upset uh, and says, yeah, a wager! Perhaps double or nothing. If you do this, I'll pay for your drinks and hers. Otherwise, I gotta pay for your drinks as well. What do you say? You have yourself a deal. Okay. <laughs> As I say that, I pull out my Hello Catty sheath. Yeah. <laughs> Your Hello I forgot about the Hello Catty. Yes, yeah, so did I. <laughs> oh my god, okay. Um. Yeah, I think for this one, I'm, I'm trying to debate, I will pull out my love throwing knife for this one. Uh, oh, Eurisa, uh, I've really got to get the notifications fixed. I'm having a hard time getting GOG notifications. Thank you for the resub X5. I'm sorry that they did not go up there. That's the second thing I got wrong. The notifications and the lack of introduction. Thank you, X5. Can we get some love for uh, X5 who uh, oh, resubbed X5. for eight years? Um, I think eight, eight years, months. X5. Eight Yay! years before we Twitch existed. That is serious. <laughs> that is no joke. Thank you, X5. Can we get some DRM freeze and some uh, GOG comms and all that other good stuff? I see Darth Sisu did it already. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, okay, so... Uh, where was I? So, yes, um, uh, so he, so you pull out the Hello Caddy sheath, and, um, so Seamus and, uh, Fergus sort of look oddly at it, and, uh, Fergus says, Now, wait a minute, lad. What's this odd cat-like sheath you're pulling out there? Also, why doesn't it have it a mouth? <laughs> good, good point. It, it was bestowed upon me by a master craftsman who assured me it will bring me good luck. Hmm. He sort of looks at you and says, I see. And this thing isn't rigged, isn't it? 
It wasn't made by a craftsman named Weeaboo, was it? I just want to make sure that I'm clear. <laughs> just want to know. No, sir, it was not. All right. <laughs> you um, are. I produce my love knife. You are welcome to test the blade beforehand. So they they look at it very suspiciously. They kind of turn it around. Uh, at one point, they like plunge it into the table, um, and then sort of you know work it out, and they kind of. Mm. All right. I suppose you can use this one. It'll cut just as much if it hurts. I suppose, if you uh, make a mistake, I suppose. All right, lads. Well then, what are the rules? The second I saw this. <laughs> the rules are: you got to go back and forth between all your hands for a total of five straight times, both hands. One, two, three, four, five. If you do it without cutting your hand off, well, cutting a finger off, you win, and I pay for your drinks. If you don't, well, you still have nine other fingers, right? <laughs> <laughs> so you have to switch hands. Uh, well, what we do is, yeah, he says, right, you, you switch hands. First five with the right, second five with the left. Well, then, I just, you know, I lean down on my chair with, with <laughs> amusement in my eyes. And uh, just before you guys are about to start, um, the uh, half-ogre bartender comes over and says, Oi! Uh, and, and she says, you're not trying to do anything to my new patrons, are you? And she seems to be addressing this to Fergus and Seamus. And uh, Seamus says, Oh no, Arzastra, you know us. We're just having a bit of fun. And she says, Well, I hope you don't have a bit of fun at the expense of paying customers. Do you know what you're getting into? She says, and she kind of points, and she like practically points in your chest, like Celtic, like, poof, like, you know, type of thing. Not in as many words. <laughs> And she says, you mean you don't know what you're doing? Nope, not a clue. Wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> and she says, she sort of pauses for a moment and then says, all right, well, it's your fingers. What do you have to drink? Um, I, take, I take a honey mate, please. She says, all right, sounds good. It's the best we've got. What about you? I'll have the same. All right. You sure you don't want an extra bowl to catch your extra fingers? <laughs> and she sort of... Um, flounces off, kind of knocking over, uh, sort of knocking into a table as she goes. Um, and uh, now you are ready to go. And with that, I'm going to jump over to Urash as Celsa gets himself psyched up uh, and ready to uh, engage in this. <laughs> I'm just reading up on my halfling luck right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so uh, as you walk into um, the stables, uh, you can see there are two people that are actually here. The first is a human uh, at the front of the stables. The stable doors are open. And then behind him, you can see what looks like a dwarven servant or something like that that is mucking the stables, basically cleaning them out. So you can see one of them, like, you know, kind of pushing the mop back and forth. And then the human in front. Um, and uh, as you come close, the human says, Hi, what can I do for you, friend? Uh, HY2. I just want to tie the horses up for the while, for a while, while my friends drink. He says, "All right, you can do that. It'll be a couple of silver, though, for the evening." Uh, Whoa! Couple of silver. Bear with me a second. <coughs> so they're not. It's not two horses. I mean, surely it'd be like silver and some copper. One price. One price. <laughs> One prize, really? He's, one prize. He says this with the air of someone who's been taught to say one thing and one thing only relating to the <laughs> subject. Alright, I'll one give prize, him two, two silver. Right, I'll give him two silver. He takes the silver and uh, bites, you know, each one between his teeth, <laughs> and then satisfied, puts it into a little pouch at his belt, and he says, uh, 
and he says, uh, Oi, Larg! And um, the dwarf sort of looks up and uh, he says, uh, the human in front says, Tie these horses up! And um, Larg, the so far, the aforementioned Larg nods and kind of shuffles forward um, and takes the reins of the two horses and leads them back into the stable. So, okay, yeah, that's cool. Thanks very much. I, I will take my leave. I was going to ask some questions, but I think it might get me in trouble. Okay. Um, all right. When you enter the inn, uh, you see there's a little group of people that is gathered around a table. Um, and you have learned by this point that when there's a group of people gathered, it often you can take a good guess that your friends may be somewhere nearby. And sure enough, um, <laughs> you can see a group of people, including a very large, probably a half ogre with a big leather apron um, coming over with drinks. And you can see a few people gathered around this table of, at which there are two dwarves and Greta Goldenfire and Selsigmar. And Selsig is holding his Hello Caddy um, dagger and seems to be, has his fingers spread and seems to be psyching himself up for something. Um, I'm going to keep a distance, but I'm going to keep an eye on what's going on. I'm also going to uh, just kind of go over to the bar and order a drink. Okay. Um, so you go over there. Um, as you go over to the bar, uh, the half-ogre bartender drops off the drinks and then heads back. Um, and says, Ah, what do you have, gorgeous? Uh, what have you got? She says, For you, anything. <laughs> um, oh, you. Uh, and uh, <laughs> she says, um, She says, I got plenty of stuff to make you drunk and other stuff to make you drunker. What's your pleasure? Oh, just drunk at the minute. And she says, uh, All right, then. And uh, she pulls out a um, pulls out a mug and then fills it up with uh, this thing, which looks like very thick. So it has a kind of a honey smell. Maybe it's like a mead or a honey mead, something like that. And she ta- she uh, pushes it across the uh, bar to you and says, uh, "There you go. Uh, are you here with anyone else or no?" Uh, whoa! I was going to ask what was going on over there. Oh, them? Uh, it's just two fools who are about to see whether they can cut their fingers off or get drunk for free. That's a typical <laughs> thing we do here. Yeah, that sounds about right. I've done that a few times myself in the past. Um, what do I owe you for the drink? And she says, well, if you're with anybody else, I'll keep open a tab for you and you pay me at the end of the night. Uh, just keep a, tab, keep a tab open for me right now. She says, all right, what's the name besides uh, Sweet Cheeks? Oh, <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a charmer, you. I like you already. That's what I'm uh, about, charm. It's Ura. And she says, Ura. That's the kind of name that I like to hear. Well, all right, Aura. I'll keep a tab open for you. If all goes all well, right. maybe other things will be open, too. And she kind of winks at you and then uh, turns around and takes a towel and uh, starts, um, you know, uh, drying off a mug, occasionally looking over her shoulder to see if you're still looking. I'll just, I'll raise the flag and give her a wink and then wander over to the uh, crowd that's around the table. Okay. Uh, now that you all are joined up again, uh, Celsig, you are ready to begin, and um, Fergus and Seamus uh, are, you know, ready. They're very excited, and uh, Fergus says, All right, now listen, lad, you got to make sure that you go fast here. None of this slow, careful stuff. It's all in, all the power, all the time, immediately, <laughs> with no thought for the future. Reckless, <laughs> that's the word. And uh, Seamus sort of goes, Aye! A drink to Reckless in the whole bar, like the people around the table. Yeah, Reckless! Yeah, Recklessness! <laughs> um, okay, so now what I'm going to need you to do, um, unless there's something special about the caddy dagger that I'm not thinking about. Is there uh, uh, 
There was okay. never anything specified. Good, I just wanted to make sure. I didn't think that there was we made it invisible or anything, so... Um, you think the bartender is making very subtle advances. Yes, Sharon, very, very subtle. Um, the subtlety really? of a half-over. I didn't pick that up at all. Yeah. Uh, head damage. Just goes right over Maya, yeah. Okay, um, so what you're going to need to do is you're going to need to make some dexterity checks. Um, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you basically for... Um, this is going to sound a little weird... Two, five separate dexterity checks. So basically five times through each. So one time through both hands, second time through both hands, third time, etc. So we're going to yeah. start with this first dexterity check. Now, not a save, a dexterity yeah. check. Um, and I do want to mention before we begin that mm -hmm. um, we do, of course, have the ability to inspire our players, thanks to what I do over on my channel. So if anyone here has got inspiration from my channel that they can award to one of the players, you can feel free to give that to Selsig if you wish. If you don't want to inspire him and just hope that he can survive without losing a finger, because certainly thieves don't need all their fingers in good working order, that's certainly <laughs> fine. Oh, fun. Uh, also, ahead of time, I'd like to just uh, clarify, because I have the lucky trait being a halfling, so when I roll a one on an ability check, I can re-roll the die. Yep. So, since I'm doing five ability checks, do I potentially get five re-rolls on a one, or would it be just one on a whole one? No, no, no. Every time you do an ability check, okay. you can re-roll if you get a one. Okay. But it's only a one. Would you say this only is sleight one. of finger? Yes. Well, you better hope it's not sleight of finger. We hope that he's not too sleight of the fingers. But I'd rather sleight of finger than slice off a finger. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's true. All right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> one. Ten. All right, so the, first, so the first one that you do... Um, you go through, and when you reach the seventh finger, you barely miss the forfeit. Like, duh, 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 cool. like, like uh, no problem. It's all part of the plan. Uh, pick it up and keep going. So you make it through, okay? Okay. Two. Back the other way now. Oh, man. You just, like, parkour through your fingers back the other way. <laughs> just, like, brrr, no problems at all. Like, you actually aren't even again. looking as you're doing it. Like, no problems, okay? Yeah, I'm downing my pipe while I go, oh, hang on, no, how's that going to work? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You do it with your teeth. You're just, like, yeah. okay. Third okay, one. right. Three. This is going to keep going. Eight. Yeah. So when you're going back the other way, do, 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 all right, now you need to make a dexterity save to see how badly you just cut your finger. Okay, dex save. Eight. Well, so that's with a plus six. <laughs> do you remember? Um, uh, do you remember? I don't know if you ever watched any of the uh, Lord of the Rings cartoon, but there's this Ooh. one uh, part of the cartoon where the guy sings a ballad of Frodo of the Nine Fingers. Frodo of the Nine Fingers and the Ring of Doom. Well, that's pretty much, that's you. Celsig of the Nine. You cut that finger straight off. Like, just oh, slap. Shit. And everyone's like, oh, God. And, the, and um, Fergus is like, oh, well, snog that one then. Um, and uh, it hurts a lot, Celsig, a whole lot. You lose a few hit points, three. You inspired Celsig. It's a little late, nonstop. You needed to inspire earlier. <laughs> you needed to inspire earlier. You need to inspire before he did this. So uh, there's sort of a dead silence in the room for a second, um, and everything stops, including everything stops, including the uh, including the music, for just a second, and everyone's sort of staring. Um, it's for his other fingers. <laughs> he's still he's not finished yet, yeah, right? Um, yeah, no, once you hit the finger, you've lost. Yeah, that's, that's it. In more ways than one. 
I jump into action, <laughs> grab the damn finger, put it on the head, uh, put it, uh, try to, uh, like, oh, rush, you keep him still. <laughs> And I press it against the wound, and, like, like, and I put all the healing in there that I can, that I have. Okay. Um, I will clap. And I'm not confusing it with fire spells. I mean, I talked about this before. Yeah, I was gonna say I, you cauterize his wound, right? No. Set him ablaze. Yeah. Go ahead, Urash. Uh, you were saying. I was gonna say I will clap my shoulder. I'm still holding my drink at this point because this is entertaining. I'm gonna clap <laughs> my hand on his shoulder. To essentially keep him, because I've been in situations like this, and your first instinct is to jump up, to keep him from basically jumping around, um, and just take a drink and sort of go, that that was a good effort, friend. That was a good effort. <laughs> basically, that's right, and and uh, that's basically right. So you're like, no finger. Um, so uh, the good news is that um, you are. What are you specifically casting, uh, Greta, on him? Uh, what is the biggest healing spell that I have? Reattach finger. Yeah, exactly. I Reattach use, uh, severed limb. Animate finger. Wait, I need to. Um. What necromancy do you know? Let me. I, I need to. I need to calculate this. Okay. Create but... prosthetic finger. Celtic now has a possessed finger. Prestidigitation, new finger. Right. <laughs> I. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna just gonna use. Not nothing complicated. I'm using my Q wounds that I have on uh, that I use as a level three spell. Okay, so, so that's, I, need, I need to need to see how how much that is. Um. Okay, so that is three one three d eight. That um, should should be enough to put that on again. Well, it's going to be enough to heal him for sure. Whether it reattaches a finger may not be within the purview of that spell. Um, yeah, but, but can... I've got nothing else. That may be unfortunate for you. Um, but I, but I mean, I've got, I've got my healing kit. Maybe I can just sew it on and then put the healing spell in. You might be able to do S that, S um, yeah, but you wouldn't be able to reattach the tendons yeah. and things like that. Um, yeah, that kind of healing spell can do, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, well, what you're okay. looking for, as Sharian says, access to restoration might do this. Um, <laughs> possibly a wish. Um, you could also yeah. figure out uh, there could be several temples where you could actually find someone that might be able to heal part of it. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just I'm still stood there. I'm just like I've still got firm hold of uh, of Celsius to stop him from going into convulsions at this stage. I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, whether, I mean, whether like, the some... only thing you're getting out of this is a good story, no matter which <laughs> thing. You know. some, somebody put some alcohol in this halfling. I will try to sue the finger back on. Everyone is going to throw a beer on you. And they, yeah, so they, that's exactly <laughs> what happened. So Seamus, so literally Seamus is like, all right, and uh, drunkenly mm. throws alcohol on the uh, finger. So that's like good. alcohol splashes that... onto the finger. Burning oh, no of problem. like agonizing pain. Yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, Three sessions later, Celsic dies of sepsis. Well, no, I was just about to say, no, it's it's nice and uh, it's nice and clean now. It's just uh, yeah, the most great pain you've ever had in your life. Um, <laughs> yeah, beer is not good. We need something. We need something a little bit um, stronger here. Beer it's is not like good enough. Worst pain. Somebody has like schnapps or something. <laughs> okay. And I, um, I will not. I, I use my healing kit and try to seal the, like, sew it back on, and then I'm gonna put a lot of healing magic in that. 
Okay. Because if, if I usually my healing magic does like heal muscles and tendons and stuff like that, so let's hope for the okay. best. Okay. Um. So, uh, here's the thing: you are able to place it on there, and actually, go ahead and roll the uh, healing amount. Um. Let me just see. Uh, so three D, three D eight, three D eight. Where is it? There should be. I wonder. <laughs> I like the pleasant music playing in the background. I lost I a finger be... right now, and I lost it in the. I may or may not be <laughs> praying heavily to Lathander. There we go. Right. Look at this. Look at this. <laughs> you were right. Wow. Look at that. That's quite a heal. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. That's, that's like that's like half. That's like half. I believe. I believe. Half, half an Urash heal amount. Yes. You know. So you're Dude. you're back up to full hit points for sure. Um, <laughs> what um, Greta is able to do with the sort of sewing and everything else is you have your finger kind of sewn back on now. But Greta, whilst she is uh, quite a gifted healer, is not really a skilled plastic surgeon. So uh, the finger is I not put it on, on the totally... right way around. Well, yeah, um, but not quite. I mean, you know, it's it's never as good as the first way. So you have this kind of Frankenstein monsters uh, version of a finger now, which is sewed on the bottom of your hand, basically, or sewed on the sorry, the the uh, top of your hand, <laughs> top of your hand, not the bottom of your hand. That would be funny. She sewed on the hand. Sorry, top of your hand. Um, and uh, the finger itself kind of works. Um, but not necessarily super great. Um, and in fact, what I think I should do is, let's see, was that the way back? Let's see, so you did one, how many times did you, was that your second pass? Was that your pass? That was the third pass, right? Okay, so let's see, that was an... Okay, so that would have been, now this is important, Selsig, are you right or left-handed? I'm right-handed. Okay, so unfortunately, the finger that was cut was the right hand. Um, and so... It right now is, uh, yeah, I know. Um, so right now you, the finger works, um, and it is basically the third, like the ring finger, right, uh, on your right hand. I'm going to try to do this without flipping off chat. Um, the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> ring finger, um, on the right hand, uh, has been, um, cut, uh, off. And as it is reattached by Greta, um, it sort of works, but it doesn't necessarily have the strength that it did before. The mechanical effect of this is that you're going to have a uh, minus one to checks on, like, thieves' tools or, you know, stuff like this. Like, basically, not attacks, because you're just gripping something for that. But anything that you need fine kind of manipulation, you're going to get a negative one. However, um, it is possible that you'd be able to get the rest of this healed at some point, just not okay. where you are at the moment. So... Gonna jot that down. Injured ring finger, right hand. Yeah, feel free to flip off chat. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs> minus one, <laughs> minus one, two. Uh, checks. I'll just put checks. Yeah, to checks. Basically, um, like more or less like lock picking, trap finding, stuff that requires like clever manipulation with your hands. Um, not attacks. Most saves, dexterity saves is your whole body, so that's not going to affect yeah. you. So, on the bright side, luckily, like most of things like Thieves Tools, I have a plus nine with, so. Right. Yeah, it's going to make a massive difference. But still. More alcohol this way, please. And uh, the uh, bartender wakes her way over and says, Ah, oh, so they finally got someone in their trap. Fergus and Seamus did this to two other people last week. They just went stumbling out into the street, uh, crying and yelling and whining. It was a good time. Though I think you ought to make some way of trying not to get yourself in trouble all the time, Fergus. Eventually, someone's going to get angry at you for cutting off their hand, you know. And Fergus says, Ah, it's fine, Astra. You know that this one here wanted to do it. 
I'm sure it'll be fine. Why, that hand looks as good as new. And so your finger, as you, like, close the fist, you're like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> true that, Grows. True that. Amen. I will quit with <laughs> Yes. Um, and uh, she brings over, uh, so the bartender brings over some more mugs. And now the uh, crowd goes back over to their own tables now that the show seems to be over. Fergus and Seamus just sort of lie back laughing and, uh, you know, chatting with each other and drinking. And you three are free to discuss uh, how things are going with you as Selsig is kind of like, wow, I just, I have a different finger than I did before. <laughs> but, um, now that Selsig, you lost now, so you now pay for the drinks? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, more drinks over here. Two more, yeah, two more honeymeads. <laughs> they bring them over. <laughs> yep. Like each, two more each. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, that's right. <laughs> You bring him over. Selsic has trouble getting his hand into his pouch to pull more the I'm sorry. Too soon. Um... No, it isn't. <laughs> what did I ever do to you? <laughs> all the killers you stole off me. <laughs> all right. Uh, you guys can now uh, chat as you wish. You don't seem to have anyone paying specific attention to you at the moment. Okay. I'm... Uh... I'm going to go back up to the bar. Okay. I'm going to sit at the bar. Whether or not anybody wants to join me, that's cool, but I wanted to have a quick chat with the bartender. Okay. Uh, she turns around. Oh, I see you're back for more, handsome. What can I do for you? Oh. Something stronger, perhaps? And she kind of accidentally not so much flexes her muscles, you know, like uh, that type of thing. <laughs> well, maybe later on. You never know. Um, I'm looking for some information. And I'm hoping that someone like yourself can help me. And she says, I'm happy to help any way that I can. If the information is about what my room is, second floor all the way to the back. <laughs> I'll remember that. Thank I'm you. I'm just watching that from a distance. That looks nice. <laughs> so from my pouch, I'm going to take out a gold piece and okay. I'm going to play with it in between my fingers. Um, obviously not to... Not to <laughs> Showing it to Celsic as you do so. I'm just like, like, look. Yeah, look what I do. Look at the dexterity in this. No, I'm, I'm going to like put it on the, the bar um, and I'm going to slide it forwards very slightly and say, so I'm looking for somebody called the Weevil. I need to talk to him. And she says, the Weevil? We don't have anyone called the Weevil here. We got plenty of others. We got the Ferret. We got the Squirrel. We've got Jimmy the Fish, Bobby the Frame. But we don't have anyone called the Weevil. So this A friend guy... of yours? Are they as good looking as you? Oh, absolutely not. Not not by a long shot. Oh. Not by a ballista's scope. Um, I need to get in touch with someone who might know the Weevil. Now, this 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 person might be quite difficult to get hold of, so I need someone who knows difficult to get hold of people. And I'm hoping that someone like yourself, wonderful, charming, beautiful woman such as yourself, who's always got her ears open and always listening to the chatter of her uh, patrons, will be able to, uh, you know, hear things. And, he's, and she says... Um, well, anything for you, sweetheart, but I don't know of anyone called the Weevil. What does this one look like? Uh, I've, I've got that noted down, but I don't remember it. Um, I will recite what was told to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> basically that uh, you're looking for a dwarven sort of bandit. And um, she says, well, I mean, we've got a few dwarves around here. You've already met Fergus and Seamus, but I doubt that they're bandits. 
They can barely steal from themselves. And she looks over where Fergus and Seamus have now taken to tossing their daggers above them and trying, like, flipping them and trying to catch them by the handle instead of by the blade. Um, and she says, it's actually a miracle that they're not already dead. Must be something in survival, I guess. And then she says, um, but as for anyone else, I don't know. I mean, we've got, well, I mean, we've got Larg out there in the stables, but I don't know what he would have anything to do with. He just, he's a, just a dwarven helper. And they're the only dwarves that you've got around here. Yeah. What about anyone who knows hard to reach people? Say, if I wanted to sell items of a certain type. And she says, hmm, I'd have to think about that. Are we talking about of the not legal variety? Well, let's say neither legal nor illegal, but not something you could probably trade in a normal merchants. Um, specialist items. And uh, she says, hmm, well, I'm just a simple bartender. Before this, I was doing work, well, with my fists and with a good axe, like oh, you I'm there. I'm sure you Judy. were wonderful with that. She said, yes, I was. I usually took the edge off, if you know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, she kind of uh, chuckles as she's clearly motioning towards your axe, like, so you don't miss the joke, like, you know, yep. like right, right there. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, get it, get and, it. And uh, she says, um... And uh, she says, uh, hey, what's up, Rageinator? And hello, Greenwald. Hello, everybody. Bye, Terry. Sleep well. Um, so uh, she, uh, she says, however, she says, I'm trying to think of who would fit this description. I don't know of a lot of people who know. And she said, wait a minute, wait a minute. Maybe now. Now, there's that Larg I was talking about. He came here a few weeks ago, and he signed on with me because his adventuring party had been destroyed in a storm. Now, he certainly knew his way around the inside of a shop. I was able to chat with him some. Maybe he would have some information for you. We don't get out much, you see. Ever since I started running the Fallen Gork Inn, I got more business than I know what to do with. At which you hear the sound of a human, the human sitting at the table with the elf, uh, saying, More ale! And she says, Ah, keep your shirt on! And she says uh, to you, Orash, don't don't you take that advice to hide, though, sweetheart. <laughs> and um, she uh, goes over oh, with a mug. <laughs> she goes over with a mug uh, over to the elf and human table, and then uh, comes back and says, "So um, that's the only one I can think of around here. You could try him. Uh, you could also speak to." And she points at the uh, table she was just at. You could speak to them. They're traveling merchants of a kind, I suppose, but they deal with mostly silks and furs, not sort of forbidden items as far as I know. Then again, they don't really advertise it, do they? Maybe they're actually secretly running a business behind the scenes. There's lots of things that I like behind the scenes, you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there is. I'm sure there is. Um, what was the, just a quick recap, what was the name of the um, merchant she mentioned whose uh, like caravan was destroyed in a storm? Uh, and his name was Larg. Larg. And that, uh, presumably, is the, the one that you saw in the stable. The one who yeah, yeah, that's the stable boy. Yeah. Well, stable man, right. should I say. All right, so I'll, I'll kind of, I'll pass the coin, I'll finish my drink, um, I'll give her a, a an orc-style wink, and I'll sort of say... You never know, I might see you later, sweet cheeks. Thanks for the information. And she says, uh, I'll look forward to that. Don't keep me waiting. And she kind <laughs> of winks back. Um, and then she turns uh, and begins to dry off a mug again. Okay, perhaps giving you, you know, like looking back over the shoulder to make sure you're watching. Um, okay, and uh, where are you headed uh, now? Cool. I'm going to go back to Greta. Um, 
I'm basically going to uh, try and find somewhere not right near the bar to speak to her. Presumably, I still have another drink on me, so I don't, it doesn't look sort of like I'm stood in the middle of the tavern. Right. Greta is with uh, Selsig. Selsig is still rocking back and forth. <laughs> no, um, it doesn't hurt anymore, Selsig. It's just, you know, the shock of the reality of different world now. Um, I see that Urash wants to have and I'm like, I'm not sure we should leave him alone yet. <laughs> no, that's no, very true. We should, there should always be somebody with him right now. <laughs> just to make sure shock doesn't say anything. the first hour is the hardest. <laughs> yeah, For, first said... hour of any of any uh, of any dismemberment is the hardest hour. Um, Fergus, Fergus, I've got a question. What is this big like castle fortress thing here? Uh, oh, this? You mean the one that we're in? I thought we we're just at the at the outside the wall, aren't we? Yes, this is Xantharos Keep, lass. One of the strongest keeps in this area. There was a wow. time when it was the only thing keeping the people here, all the way from the Lurkwood up to Mirabar, safe from some of those creatures from the crags. But they were one of the ones that managed to keep that thing settled down. I still think it's dangerous there, frankly, but uh, anyway, as long as you're near Xantharos Keep, you'll be pretty safe. Xantharos. Okay. Um, and so also, also, and he sort of lowers his voice, it's run by a dwarf. And that's how you know you got something good. That is right. Um, so, are there other fortresses like this along the road? Not many. The next one that you'd get wouldn't be until Long Saddle, and that's a good distance wrong from here. Uh, down from here. <laughs> down. A good distance what? south. Down. I speak <laughs> down. the good. I speak good. Down. Writer. Uh, <laughs> south from here. Um, he says it's a good distance south from here. This is pretty much the only kind of law you're going to find in this area. So the other one is also um, a sanctuary where we, where we could turn in. So, say that again. I didn't. So the the next um, fortress there at Long Saddle is also um, a sanctuary where we could turn in after a long day on the road. Oh yeah, probably. Long Saddle is not the most spectacular place I've ever seen, to be honest with you. Um, it's uh, it's all right. Doesn't have uh, doesn't have ale nearly as good as this. It's pretty quiet. There's an inn there, though, I know, called the Gilded Horseshoe. It's all right. Oh, but there is, and Seamus says, I know, I know, the Gambling Golem. Yeah, the Gambling Golem. That's true. They have a marbles game they play there called Scatter Shields. Perhaps you ought to ask your friend if he wants to try something a little bit less deadly. He kind of <laughs> blinks oh, over Oh, he's all right. Right, Celtic? I slept him on the bag. <laughs> just like it wasn't attached and now it is it's just just right. reliving that like 10 minutes in my brain over and over it's like constantly like staring at your you new need, finger you need to think of something else this here have another drink <laughs> I go to pick it up with my butchered hand and I'm just like ah! <laughs> I put like half an urash of healing into your finger it should be fine <laughs> You've been half rushed. Yeah, you <laughs> had half rushed. Yeah. Now we're getting back to the conversation with the barmaid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. so, but are there any abandoned fortresses or fortresses we should stay away from? And he says, "Well, probably not. Although if you plunge west and try to head into the crags, you'll find danger. Head over into Neverwinter Wood over there to the west, and you're going to run into some issues as well. Of course, if you really wanted to see something worth your while, you'd want to go to the east." It's a vault beneath the Frost Hills. It's the ancestral home of the Battlehammer clan of shield dwarves. My family, 
And wow. uh, Seamus says, Go on, now you're not the Battle Hammers. Your name is the Axe Bloods. And uh, Fergus says, Shut up, you know I want to be a Battle Hammer. Like, uh, not very low his line. <laughs> he says, Well, I should have been a Battle Hammer. There's some confusion on my mother's side. Anyway, um, it's a great place for dwarves to be. There's all battle hardened defenders, granite doors. It's a stronghold. You want a place to be safe, that's the place you go. Now, you actually have heard, even without doing a history check, Greta, of Mithril Hall. Mithril Hall is a sort of legendary place, um, and it is said that uh, no one has ever overtaken uh, this fortress. If the Sword Coast does ever fall to the giants, you have a feeling Mithril Hall would be the last place to go. Um, it is pretty known to be very strong. Um, fairly far to the east, though, I actually think you can see it on this map, uh, right about there-ish. Um, you can see. Isn't that where the shield dwarves came from uh, when they tried to topple Zephyros' tower? Yep. They were ordered correct. from Mithril Hall. They were from Mithril Hall. Can I, oh, well. um, can I get Greta's attention for a second? You can try. Um, if I can, then I want a motion that I need to speak to you privately. See you, Dark One. I have a look at, at Celtic. How is Celtic doing? I don't know, Celsic, how are you doing? I'm just like... <laughs> I've got, stop screaming, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just oh, like... That's, that's an improvement. <laughs> oh, okay, fun may, with severed so, fingers. Maybe so, <laughs> does he still have enough alcohol? Do we need to refill? Well, he's he's paying, so... <laughs> I told, I'm I see, totally I aware of that. I'm, I'm totally like, aware of that. But I'm just... I, I, I'll have a look at, at Celtic, whatever he has, a mug or something. Does he still have enough alcohol? Do uh, we have enough alcohol, Celtic? <laughs> what? Celtic, alcohol? More? <laughs> yeah, we'll I have just, a finger if we... Ah! <laughs> <sighs> we need to do something about this. I, I, I got... I can't handle. Ah! Hand. Ah. <laughs> okay, we we'll maybe some strong alcohol. Can, can you ask your girlfriend over there, Rush, what the strongest alcohol is? Uh, all right. So I'll wander back over to the bar. Um, uh, cheekily greet the uh, my new favorite bartender. Oh, hello. Hiya. Um, how are you doing? And um, yeah. So better now, sweetheart. So, the guy who got his finger cut off, um, he could do with something strong to help him maybe forget he had his finger cut off. Oh, yes, I understand. I've got some stuff that'll make it so he doesn't wake up for a couple days. If you want well, something like that, maybe, that would work. Maybe not that strong. Maybe dial it back a little bit. He just wants to, uh, you know, someone for the shock. You know how it is. Mm, all right, well... And she sort of thinks about it. He's like, you know, we don't have a lot of choices here. Uh, and then she kind of does some mental calculation. And she pulls up a mug and she puts what looks like maybe half honey mead and then some other kind of dark liquid into it. So it's kind of mixing. She's basically, mm. you know, mixing Sprite and Coke uh, to go out of character for a minute <laughs> is what it seems like. Um, and then she says, all right, that ought to be somewhere in the middle, I think. All right, cool. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he's paying still. Ah, I assumed as much. She makes a little yep. mark. You can see that the sheet on which she's making little tabs is now very long, like there's marks all over the paper. And she's like, all right, then. All right. Okay. I will, Don't be gone I will, long. <laughs> I won't okay. be. I will saunter back over to Celsic, just put it in front of him. Drink this slowly, mind. You'll feel better afterwards. Oh, 
Seamus, first, you can have a quick look at our of our guy here, uh, at our guy here, so that he doesn't cut off any more of him himself. Sure, lass, you can trust me. Tosses the dagger in the air, catches it with his handle, um, you know, almost drops it, <laughs> leaning back is, on his that chair. That is great. Do you know about the importance of healing? And she sh- he says, he says, <laughs> this isn't some kind of religious deal, is it, lass? Because. Well, if it's something that that, that heals, right. doesn't doesn't matter where it comes from. Uh, yes, and she so she says he says um mm, uh healing is a good thing I guess work yes, for your thank you that's all I wanted to hear all right we will we will, ha- we will um Urash and I will say see if we can get some rooms and then we will come back and fetch our friend sounds good Selsic are you drinking this in the meantime I am yeah I need you to make a Constitution saving throw please oh, oh no sorry. Sorry. I hate this party today. <laughs> it's just like, I hate this place so much. <laughs> oh, All right, so... That's actually not bad for no modifier. It's not terrible, um, but, but still. Uh, so, um, you drink this stuff, and so this has the taste of what seems like if you combined, as he tries to think without being someone who never drinks in his life, uh, combine, like, Guinness... With Goldschlager and then like uh, then wine like a like a uh, like, so it, it's gold, I, I know what Guinness. There's is. not even what something nice tasting to latch no, onto. No, pretty mix. much not. Uh. It's just, it's just one of those ones where it's like the aftertaste is the beginning taste, and then there's just more aftertastes. Like just doof, 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 like one taste after the other. However, so you're like oh god god, and you're sort of like close to barfing. Then it feels like someone kicked you in the back of the head. If that is the alcoholic kick that has gone in, wow. Like, you're, you're like, whoa. Like, all of a sudden, the room is spinning and all that. And Seamus says, I wonder if she's given you one of her concoctions again. What do you think, Fergus? Oh, I could be. I don't know whether he should be drinking that whole mug, you know. Isn't he, well, smaller? Well, she's never been really good with proportions, you know. Ah, oh, he'll probably be fine. So, Celsig, you just poosh, pass out. Just dead on the table. Like, just poosh. Um. Oh well. <laughs> okay. So anyway, you're not going to go anywhere. That's the good now news. Now we need another thief. Um. So, no, he's not dead. Uh, he's just, at least not yet. Um. Okay. Not even wish I was. Oh, you're alive. Oh, okay. Secretly in Discord, we were like, "How do we get rid of Saber from the party? There's got to be a way." Um. That was, that was I just wake up to my party burying me. God damn it. Um. Okay. So you guys are going over to get some rooms. Now, she does happen to have an extra room, um, which she says that she'll be happy to give to you for two silver a night. And she says that'll be uh, good for your party because, uh, good for your friend over there because of how much he owes. You see a lot of, you see a very large number and then gold pieces next to it. You don't really get a close sort of look, but there's a lot of money involved here. So, um, anyway, but she says, yes, you can certainly have a room. Uh, And she says, if you want, you can have your friends live there. And uh, you're welcome to stay in my room, Aura. Well, you never know. And she kind of winks again, very obviously. Mm. And then she sort of, well, then she puts her hand be, up. That might be that might be a very good idea. Just imagine now sleeping in a room with a screaming Celsic <laughs> who's vomiting. Go ahead, Urash. Seems to be good. But let's inspect the room first and um, put our things down. <laughs> it looks like Kratz not getting a good night's sleep again. <laughs> oh, man. 